Hey everybody! Welcome to Hope Something Six. I'm Bert. You may refer to me as Matt. Mm hmm. So we have a winner of the presidential election. Sort of. Joe the Schmo Biden has defeated Don the Dump Trump. Kind of. Technically. Only technically. <laughs> we they counted all the votes, and they ended up being more in favor of sleepy Joe Biden. <clears throat> yeah. Friday night and, uh... and good night. Everybody stop paying attention. Because <laughs> this is the end, right? Yeah. Once we elect somebody, we don't have to pay attention to the government anymore. I'd say we earned ourselves a few good months of not paying attention to anything. <laughs> Faithless electors, hello. Chill the hell out for for a few months. Uh, then we start paying attention and shitting all over Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm all ready to start doing. I'm reared up. I'm good to go. Fuck, mm -hmm. fuck that guy. <laughs> that uh, yeah. So let's first uh, kind of go over our picks. Uh, and, you know, kind of what happened state to state, at least as far as the swing states go. So, uh, so Arizona, we called correct. Uh, a lot of these were way closer than the polls said they were going to be. Uh, but I would say, I mean, at least in Arizona, it was not too far off. I think they had Biden winning by four points. Uh, I think he's going to end up winning by like half a point, so it's within the margin of error. Uh, a lot of these were not so much. Um, Nevada went to Biden um, by a whopping, I don't know, what, it was like a one and a half percent or something. Oh, it's down to that? It was one of the high. Oh, I thought he was winning almost by three. You might be actually. I, I think you're right. Yeah, it was like two point eight percent, something like that. So that was not a surprise. Uh, Texas went red. Saw that coming. Uh, Closer than the experts think. Experts. I mean, that's that's uh, like it, man. These polling these polling companies are, are bullshit, right? Everyone knows it, and everyone knew it, and yet they were all. They were less uh, optimistic than they were in 2016, but they still weren't. This isn't close enough to rely on them. Well, I think there is a definite Trump factor because I I don't remember like I, I I don't I don't think I I wasn't paying attention to the polls as much like before. But they seem to be more often than they usually are, and I think that's because of Donald Trump. It's not so much the secret Trump voters, it's just that every time he somehow pulls more people out from the rural areas to vote for him. Yeah. Because this was, like, historic how many people voted in this election. Right. I mean, I mean the numbers that, that Donald Trump pulled out were more than... Uh, Barack Obama guy in 2008. You get people excited and they will start voting. 
because I think that's the that's the only agency, it's the most immediate agency that people have. They they vote and then they have an immediate reaction. So people love it. And then if you sprinkle on top of that two crises, one international plague, and two social unrest because of you know Black Lives Matter and now I'm not, I'm not even going to equate Antifa to that because it's not the fucking same. And then you fucking have a complete asshole president who just throws gasoline on the fire every fucking chance he gets. Doesn't tell the fucking Proud Boys. <laughs> Doesn't denounce white nationalism. And instead says, gives them a new slogan. Yeah, people are going to get out and they're going to vote. And plus polls don't reach the, the, the far... The, the conservative crowd is a very conspiratorial crowd. They might as well be called this conspiratorial wing at this point. Because they are so... They're so paranoid that now they're going away from their traditional social media and stuff like that. I just read about Parler. You ever heard about Parler? Or Parlay? I don't even know how to pronounce it. P-A-R-L-E-R. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I heard, yeah there, there was one person I saw... That's uh, you know posted up on Facebook that they're moving the parlor. Unbelievable! It is literally backed by Robert and Rebecca Mercer, which if you don't know who they are by now, oh my god, do some fucking research, because these are the people that these are the billionaires that organized that backed Brexit and backed the camp the Leave campaign over in the UK and systematically used Cambridge Cambridge Analytica to. You harvest people's data and then get them to vote a certain way by hammering them with ads. And now Parler is not even going to make any, not even going to hide it. They're just going to rake people's data immediately and instantaneously. You don't even have to do a stupid little game, which is what they did back in 2015 or whatever it was. You remember all those personality tests that were super popular? That, that's yeah. exactly what that was. It was a psych, you're basically giving them, giving them a psych evaluation so that they could target an ad towards you. Yeah. And now these dickheads want to actually just go to it because they're not reading the fine print again. Surprise, surprise. And it's just, it's completely Russian-backed, right? Russian-backed. Well, minus those that, two, minus I, those two Americans that I just mentioned. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, so what I've seen from it is one person who said that they're going to parlor, uh, and then there's this one pretty good meme of like uh, Homer Simpson and Ned Flanders, and who and Homer's like closing the garage door on him, and it's like I I'm leaving Facebook for Parlor, and then he hits the button. It's like I said I'm leaving Facebook, <laughs> <laughs> denoting that nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Goodbye. Finally. Yeah. Unfortunately, I I mean I really hope the FBI is watching, because these people getting together and being disconnected from everyone else is exactly the it's a backwoods militia online yeah well there's, we'll see, there's yeah, fucking kids I mean... there's fucking kids looking at that shit that's how you radicalize kids which is the most dangerous thing I could give, give two shits less about a 65 year old who's worried about his who actually has a 401k and is not going to carry out an attack <laughs> I'm worried about a 16-year-old kid 
who's looking at the economy, can't get a job, can't afford high school, can't afford high school, can't afford college. <laughs> we can't afford high school anymore. They're coming after high school. Can't get a fucking factory job like you could back in a fucking 19... I don't even remember what you could do that. 79? Let's go back to 79. You know, wh- where's the future for that fucking guy? Exactly. But I, I don't know if I worry about Parla quite yet. Uh, pretty much every single social media network that was created like on purpose has failed for the most part. Ah. Well, why? Because of lack of growth? Yeah, I guess so. Just, if they have a place like, to live and fester... They're gonna. Then it'll thrive. Look at fucking 4chan. Has that gone away? Well, no. Then there's, then there's 8chan now. It's like because 4chan is, you know, not edgy enough. <laughs> oh my. Well, whatever. So long as they think they're safe, I, I, and then they can, you know, I mean, spout this shit off. Yeah, I mean. I mean, you need the kids to be on it, and if it's lame, they're not going to go on it, so. This is true. Maybe that'll be the saving grace. It's lame. (laughs) Totally (laughs) fucking lame. Yeah, no doubt. And it's too much work to switch to parlor. (laughs) Ah, yes, the old laziness factor. But we'll see. So so once they optimize, once they optimize the transition from facebook to them then they can uh then they'll start raking in the users why are we giving parlor a playbook for success we should move on how is joe biden right. destroying america go um why is fracking he's not, he's, why is fracking good he's, <laughs> why is fracking good yeah oh uh, monetarily it's very good it brings the gas right uh, to your home via your faucet What's wrong with that? That only happened in Michigan. I think. In Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Free, well, free. apparently you can... Uh, apparently can capture all that somehow. So if they can, then awesome. So we have to encase all of Pennsylvania in a concrete dome? Sounds like a good idea. Um, I think you should go plastic. That's not going to biodegrade. Got to go with some thick-ass plastic, man. What was the Simpsons dome yeah. made out of? Was that glass? I think it was plastic. Really? Oh, no, maybe it was glass. A little glass dome. I me- me- it, yeah, it was glass, because it all cracked and turned into shards at the end. Let's get Albert... Al- right, Got to get Albert Brooks in here. But, uh, yeah, anyway. So, yeah, Texas went red again. Uh... Illinois went red again. What? But hey, whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa. <laughs> not Illinois. I, Iowa, the one. That there we go. The other I one. <laughs> Illinois hasn't gone red since '92. <laughs> I want to or '88. I want to say. I think they. I think George W. Bush. George H. W. Bush. The smart one. Who was the smart one? <laughs> the smart one. Yeah, right. the dad. Yeah. 
that uh, Joe Biden rebuilt the blue wall. It's a little shaky, but it's there. <laughs> like pulled out Wisconsin by the skin of his teeth. Won Michigan by an okay amount, a few like uh, over a hundred thousand, and Pennsylvania by about fifty thousand. Philly suburbs. Shout out to nothing good ever happens in Philly suburbs. Nice job. <laughs> yeah, those gritty memes. Uh, are just something special. I love how they're grasping onto this awful, awful mascot, running with it. Oh, <laughs> the hockey mascot. That hockey mascot is. Oh my god stuff of nightmares it really is terrible and they are just running with it john oliver's running with it they're running with it can't get enough have you seen the videos of him throwing a ping pong ball and like it's bouncing off of various pots and pans and then he he, he nails it there's no music or anything like that he nails it and then he has a squeaky toy inside the costume he goes straight <laughs> <laughs> nails it or she. I don't know. What, what is gritty? Them. When they nail it. It. Yeah. Yeah, well. Good. They're leaning into it. Yep. That's, uh... That's the overall vibe of Philly uh, personified into this mascot. What, you want to fight about it? <laughs> what, you think it's better than me? Nobody's better than me. Okay, let's let's yeah. fight and make up. Okay. <laughs> so now, for Pennsylvania, you picked it going red. I picked it going blue. You were wrong. I was right. Oh, so is this is that part of the show? Yes. <laughs> Did we have a bet on this? Because uh, go fuck yourself. No, it's only off by 50,000 votes. <laughs> Aren't they still counting? Uh, no, they uh, they listen to the protesters. They, they are stopping the vote. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Wait, which which ones? I, I always get those. I always get those mixed up. Uh, the the northern ones. The northern ones say stop the vote. The southern ones say keep voting. Oh, okay. Keep counting. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Count the, yeah, that, that was funny, like, in John Oliver, really, <laughs> pretty hard. It's like, why are you saying count the vote? That's what they're doing. Yeah, right. That's, that's their job. That's that is what job. they are doing currently. Okay. <laughs> I guess it, it's nice encouraging them. Yeah, they were going to keep doing their job regardless of what you had said. I guess they just feel, felt like they had to do something because uh, this was very much uh, getting away from them. Well, that's what their, you know, operatives were paying them to do, so they did it. I mean, their handlers, they were the operatives. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know CIA terms. Or... <laughs> uh, and the one that both of us got wrong was Georgia. Georgia went blue. I will say in a later episode after I pick Georgia to go red, that it could go blue if they kept with the early voting and the mail-in voting makes it harder to suppress the vote. And that's what happened. But, yeah, that was somewhat surprising. Georgia actually going blue. 
uh, hasn't gone blue since Bill Clinton ran for president in 92. Wild. Now, aren't they doing... They're doing a hand recount, aren't they? To be completed yeah, by but, Wednesday. Yeah, there's... I mean, there's never been a recount that's changed more than a few hundred votes. So... Fair enough. That's yeah, not really it's not. what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is this is just another... Any little ledge these parasites can grasp onto. They seem to find purchase and just sit there. And they're still alive. This massive... It's it's really weird. The, the organism that is uh, these right-wingers. They just... They find one little ledge and they find life. Even if it's just, oh, it's well, not done yet. It's not technically done yet. It's not done yet. It's not technically done yet. My brother that I was telling you about last night, he's got so many people. This is in Illinois. Of course, it's the hinterlands of Illinois. Uh, they are so... They're convinced. They're 100% convinced that this election isn't over. And they will never be convinced. They've already convinced themselves that this is that Trump is the way and the light in the way, yeah. And it's because and until it's done, like completely, utterly fucking done, it doesn't matter though. They're still not gonna really. They're gonna find something. They're gonna make something up and have some circular logic to prove it. I would like to hear the uh, religious uh, thought process on this because there Taxes. are people who thought that's their religion. Money. Th their money. Money is their god. Well, yeah, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the people who said that, you know, Trump was chosen by God to be president. It's like, oh, yeah? What, did you give up on him? What's up? <laughs> Just wants this to be over. Yeah, I mean, how, it's like, how do you uh, reconcile that? Oh, well, the <laughs> Democrats cheated. So you're saying the Democrats uh, beat God. God could not outmaneuver the Democrats. Okay. Yeah. No doubt. I know, you're, uh... All those libtards. All those stupid, stupid Democrats. Mm -hmm. Outwitted God. Okay. Uh, your version of God seems pretty, uh... Pretty crappy. Yeah, if this is all he wants... What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> it's like this, this. This was the best guy could do too, Donald Trump. Yeah, really. <laughs> he couldn't find anyone better. Anyone who's like a you know a little bit on more on his side, typically. No doubt. Couldn't couldn't make John Kasich the president. <laughs> right. He loves Jesus almost as much as he loves pancakes. What? <laughs> I'm a little bit behind do, the do times. Remember, do, in 2016, like, the only place you saw John Kasich was at diners just eating a shit ton of food. <laughs> That's the Ohio way. Stuff your face yeah. until you hate yourself. Because let's face it, that, uh, you live in Ohio. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. That's pretty much it. North Carolina went red like we said it was going to. Florida went red like we said it was going to. Uh, yeah, that was depressing. Yeah. Yeah, well, I really wanted to be wrong about that one. Yeah, well, the Miami-Dade vote didn't come in uh, for Biden. 
according to I think his name Michael Caine, you know the 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 Muppet guy on The Daily Show. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about, right? Michael Caine. Wasn't his name Steel? Oh yeah, Michael Steel. Oh baby, I'm Steel. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I don't know why I screwed that up. Oh, yeah, I, Michael Steele. It's an egg. He's, so he said, yeah, he said uh, that Florida was never in play for the Democrats, uh, that they, they basically saw it as a lost cause because the Republicans had such a, like a long, like a running, you know, ground game to uh, change the votes of uh Especially the uh, the Latinos uh, in Dade County, especially right. you know, in, and in Dade, there's a lot of uh, Cuban Americans, a lot of Venezuelans, Venezuelan Americans mm-hmm. who hate socialism. Right. They were able to convince them that the Democratic Party was just straight up socialist. Which, uh, if that was the case, Bernie Sanders would be the nominee. Right, and Maduro would have actually given him a. An endorsement. Maduro in Venezuela didn't endorse either candidate. And the Trump campaign, I read, ran uh, an attack ad specifically saying exactly what you just said. Yeah. Because there's so many Venezuelan refugees down there. They all landed in South Florida. And I guess they were all still allowed to to vote somehow? I guess they had family. Maybe they were talking to their family. So now, mm-hmm. yeah. So now, going forward, not only do you have the the Cuban uh, the Cubans that came over from Cast from Castro's Cuba, the religious Cubans. Now you've got the mm-hmm. anti-socialist Venezuelans who are down there now. Just another voting block for the Republicans. Yeah. So, so in order to turn that back into a swing state, I think the Democrats have to do like a lot of work. In South Florida, yeah. to kind of change the perception again. Got that right. But also, like you, you would have to stay as a, a centrist party, like the the Democrats. Like you'd have to stay as the party of Joe Biden, uh, because I mean, you, you do have you know uh, fairly big players in the Democratic Party saying that yes, I am a socialist. Now that doesn't automatically mean they are evil. <laughs> it's just. They're democratic socialists. They think uh, there's, you know, we should socialize more things that we currently are doing. Think like Europe, socialism, European socialism rather than South American socialism. <laughs> well, West European socialism. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. You go too far east. Uh, yeah, you're just falling off the cliff there. Yeah, but again, like it's, but even that, that's not. Like it's socialism, but socialism, like it's like totalitarianism in the guise of socialism. You know, it's just like it's it's like the the wolf in sheep's clothing. It's like, oh, I, you know, we're we're working for you. No, we're not. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and, and that's really like when you come down to it, that's what the the real say enemy is it's totalitarianism just people in charge staying in charge and doing what they want and boning everyone else over transparency and accountability Mm -hmm. an election is the beginning Uh not the end got it 
Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and that, that's why again, democracy is the best way to go because as long as democracy holds sway, you can vote out the dickhead who tries to take over, uh, like this one. You know, one of the reasons why Trump lost, there's a few reasons, but one of them is because he was acting a little bit uh, too dictatorish. Just a tad. Just a a smidge too far. You know, immediately attacking the the press, trumping it up. Which which really just helped him out. I can do whatever I want. He attacked the press so that he would get more press. It's really a genius strategy. Yeah. And... Speaking of uh, genius strategy, he's act- he's doing like this. He's got this new scam going on, and it's, I think it's the biggest reason why he's not conceding. And he keeps, you know, saying that oh no, you know, we found this corruption, this and that. Just give me uh, money to you know pursue all this, and the money actually doesn't go to his legal def- or legal offense really uh, to you know to put all this up in court all these alleged uh, voter fraud whatever uh, if you give to if, if you give to Trump's um, legal uh, t- you know if you, you know the hit his fight to you know for, for to put up all these suits, you're actually not paying for that unless you pay more than eight thousand dollars. If you pay up to eight, if you pay eight thousand dollars, all of that money goes to his campaign uh, debt, and you know, paying off that debt. Yep, says so, says right there on the front page. Really, it's just yeah, half the contribution up to really, a maximum of twenty eight hundred dollars. Yep. So. That's his latest scheme to pay off his debts, at least for his campaign. And uh, and I think that's why he's just bothering doing this, because, I mean, it's over. (laughs) It's super over. Eh, until December 14th, and we actually see the electors put the thing in the box, put all your votes in the hat pull the lever and drop the ball, whatever the hell it is, however they do it. I don't know. They're all in robes. There's one candle in a dark room. They all chant the name of who's supposed to be president. How do the Illuminati run this country again? December 14th. December 14th. That's the date. When the actual electors elect the president. There's Illuminati. There's the gay Illuminati. I uh, keep forgetting about them. There's the... There's the black Illuminati. Nigerian Illuminati. Not the same. Yeah. Not the same. Because that's the, the first one is the African-American Illuminati. Right, right, right. Get it right. South Carolina Hall. Mm-hmm. The Mormon Illuminati. So they all get together, dance in a big circle, flower wreaths, some sort of, I don't know, weird affirmation of life in terms of a couple, an old couple banging in a table. Some real sick shit. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, all right, 
right, so we talked about the election, how that went, talked about what's currently going on, which uh, a fairly unsuccessful attempt to prove voter fraud, which we uh, said not going too well. So, uh, and also uh, Trump is refusing to start the transition process, which isn't conceding the election, it's just, hey, this guy uh, might be the president in a few months. You have to, you know, kind of start bringing him in to see, you know, if he is the president, so that, you know, he doesn't start off a, you know, square zero uh, if he does start the job. Uh, and he's not doing that. Yeah, until the General Services Administration actually <laughs> starts greenlighting, giving the Biden campaign money. They can't pay their staff. Yeah. And also, he's not getting, uh, you know, national security briefs or anything, really. Yeah, it's kind of disgusting. Like, who do you, yeah, who do you fucking and, think uh, you are? You really think you're going to get a job after this? Unbelievable. Yeah. So... Yeah, and, you know, more and more Republicans are saying, hey, this kind of has to happen. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I don't like it either. This will be the first sort of a... first delay in modern history, except in 2000. But that was a, that was different. They were still actually counting. You know, only the Supreme Court could, well, only the Supreme Court did stop it. Emily Murphy. Yeah. Emily Murphy is the current GSA administrator, and she's not signing over access to those funds. Nice fucking job. And I think uh, another kind of important thing is what the Senate is going to look like uh, by January. Because we got two runoff elections, both in Georgia. Uh, I wouldn't want to be in Georgia right now. <laughs> it's like, like, finally, we're done with the stupid campaign oh, ads. Oh, no. No! Oh, oh, yeah, it's about to all flow down. Only Georgia. Yeah. yeah. But everybody not vote. Everything's going to concentrate on Georgia. Yep. They're about to get themselves a nice, big, fat dose of 2,000. Enjoy. Have fun. Uh, probably smart money is that they both go Republican. Uh, I mean, there's a chance, but... We'll I don't know, man. John Ossoff. People are in love with that dude. He's a dreamboat. And... and he almost won. <laughs> And then you've got you've got an Atlanta preacher running against uh, some supermodel who used her insider who basically used insider trading with her knowledge of COVID. She basically broke the Stock Act. The senators to not I don't know what the fuck it stands for. Don't use your information to trade stocks. And she used her information to trade stocks back in February. She made about two million dollars. Oops. Yeah. Did you see the John Ossoff debate where he just blatantly calls... <laughs> he blatantly calls his opponent a crook right to his face. Yeah, dude, I put it on the podcast like you told me. <laughs> oh, good. Nice. So that's all going on. It'll be interesting. So another interesting thing was uh, Bernie Sanders wants to be the Secretary of Labor 
Now, that would make... S- I, I wouldn't... If I was Bernie Sanders, I wouldn't do that unless the uh, Republic, you know, one or both of the seats go Republican. Because he would have so much power in that razor-thin majority that the Democrats would have. Uh, I, I wouldn't take that job, but he doesn't really have a choice. Uh, that election isn't going to get decided until after the cabinet is confirmed, probably. Well, the cabinet, there are over, there's over a thousand positions that, that Biden has to nominate for. Now, some positions are going to yeah, be right. obvious, but the ones, he's not going to pick anybody controversial if we don't have the Senate. He can push through whoever the fuck he wants if we have the Senate. So this race is basic. These two races are everything right now in terms of how much Biden is going to be able to get done in four years. So if the Democrats aren't mobilizing as many people in Georgia as possible, they are really, really, really fucking stupid. I mean, that's what conventional wisdom suggests, but I don't know. I mean, I think what it's going to come down to is whether who's going to have the power over Joe Biden. Is it going to be, you know, the more liberal Democrats or is it going to be Republicans? Uh, those are going to be the two sides fighting the most. That's for sure. The, the yeah. more liberal Democrats are only getting more and more uh, empowered. AOC did not let off the gas pedal and I applaud her for that. She is not backing down at all on any of her statements. And even after the Democratic Party tried knocking her down, saying, oh, well, we lost seats because of Green New Deal uh, people, which was total bullshit. Our own party is fucking attacking one of the, the rising stars of it, and they don't want her to be a rising star because she agreed with Bernie Sanders. And they still fucking hate Bernie. Well, Bernie Sanders, first of all, isn't a Democrat, technically. That that pissed, so, that pissed me off to begin with. He lost my vote when he decided to run for the Democratic Party nomination. Why didn't he? I wish he'd just split the fucking ticket. Uh, <laughs> I would have been happy with that. Like, fuck this. Fuck them. Fuck everybody else. Fuck these Republicans. Just see what happens. If Donald Trump is your opponent and Hillary Clinton's over there, come on. No, he played the numbers, tried playing it safe, tried playing by their rules, assuming he'd get a fair shake, and guess what ended up happening? He didn't get a fucking fair shake from the the party that he tried holding up. Because they didn't fucking want him to begin with. So why the fuck? I don't know. Well, it bit the Democrats in the ass big time in 2016, and then 2020, he just straight up lost. True. Uh, yeah, he, he was doing really good for a while there, but then when everyone else backed down, uh, it was obvious that there were just more moderate Democrats than there were liberal Democrats. True. Yeah. So, but I don't know if there's, if you just totally say, you know, what they were saying about AOC is wrong. Because... How many, like, you know, liberal Democrats in the vein of AOC beat Republicans? They're, they're you know, you, you see more of them beat 
Democrats in the primaries, you know, like, you know, a la AOC and um, that new guy, Bowman, who won. But again, they're, they're taking over seats that were already Democratic. How many of them are winning contested seats against Republicans? I'm trying to look it up I now. Think that's where, I think that's where the moderates are coming from. And I mean, I don't know of any that are coming from places that, you know, it, you know, like swing areas where, you know, either a Democrat or Republican could win, you know, the, you know, as far as like the, the squad, the new squad goes, they're, they're coming from places where Democrats are just going to win, no matter whether it's a liberal or a moderate, you know, whatever end of the spectrum is like, you know, it, it's like, you know, it's, it's like the senatorial race in Alabama. All you have to do is have an R next to your name. There are places where all you have to do is have a D next to your name. Mm-hmm. If those are the only places that the liberals, you know, the, the more progressives are winning, then I would say the moderates have some kind of point there. And also, and again, you know, it, it AOC, Bernie Sanders, they describe themselves as democratic socialists, and that makes the Cubans and the Venezuelans really nervous in Florida. Fair enough. Florida was not super in play. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's something that uh, they're going to have to look, you know, Democrat probably has to look at it and say, okay, both the Democrats and Republicans are going to have to look at themselves in the, in the mirror. It's like, who the hell are we? We're, a lo- we're and, an incredibly uh, diverse group of people. And it's not going to be easy yeah. gaining consensus across all these different viewpoints from democratic socialism all the way to people who call themselves centrists when in fact they're really center right. That's still within the center. Uh, but yeah, no, that's true. Uh, I will give you, I, I mean, there's no debate that the Democratic Party is much more diverse and has a wider range uh, politically on the political spectrum than the Republican Party does, which is, you know, they're mostly white. Hmm. Uh, and, and they go from conservative to very conservative. As yeah, they're within the Democratic Party. There is you know you could say like okay they are edging on the the uh, conservative side. You know like uh, you know like your blue dog voters that are in Michigan and Pennsylvania. You know the the Midwestern states. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. Wisconsin. You know. Who yeah are Democrat but definitely uh, <laughs> don't agree so much with say the uh, New York or California Democrats, especially the the new ones coming up. So yeah, I mean it's uh, it's interesting, but I will say it is again I would say more likely than not that one or both of those seats go Republican. And in that case, if you want anything done, it's probably better that you have Joe Biden in there, who is actually liked by some of those Democratic, uh, those Republican senators, as opposed to, you know, like, say, Bernie Sanders, <laughs> who nobody seems to like. Yeah, he was only really liked by, I mean, he, he promised free college. And so that was the big thing. He, he got, he got the college vote out. 
that's what it most I'm, I'm of its not, energy came from. Yeah, no, I, but I'm not talking about the electorate. I'm talking about the senators and you know representatives in government. You know, in, in the federal government, like Bernie Sanders, like championed a whole bunch of failed legislation. <laughs> like he championed, like there were, I think. I think it's five to seven things that he championed that actually passed, and two of them were library name changes. And I mean, Joe Biden got a lot of things passed in the Senate. You could argue that not all of it uh, was super awesome, <laughs> crime bill. Uh, but it, as long as you put, as long as you're pointing them in the right direction, which you know that that's where the progressives come in, like you know. Hey, you know, this is, you know, people are hurting here. We think this will help. And, you know, so far, at least for the, the election, Joe Biden says, yeah, okay, I'm listening to you. Well, um, I'll liberalize the, my policies up a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. And, exactly. Uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, again, he's, what he's pushing and has been pushing is good. Like, uh, okay, uh, in the beginning he was pushing, hey, okay, free uh, junior college, you know, free community college, and then he can transfer over so to to a, a four year college. So they go, that, that's half. You're halfway there. You basically have half of a free education, you know, for your bachelor's degree. Uh, then you know, later on, once Bernie Sanders lost, and then you know they got the talks like, okay, free college tuition if your parents make less than this amount. Um, you know, and, and a few other things. Not like 100% what Bernie Sanders said he would do, mm -mm. but like getting closer. And you know what? You have to pull people along with you, you know? You, you can't just like turn the, the heat up in the water. It's like, okay, let's take step. Hey, let's take this next step. Do people like that? Yeah, okay, let's take the next step after that. And we'll just keep stepping until it's like, okay, that's that's too much. It's like, you know, just... I, but if you, like, take, try to get it all at once, you know, you're just going to have this huge knee-jerk reaction. Like, no, fuck you, we're not doing that. Potentially, yeah. So, But there are so, conversations... It's like trying to have the same conversation with two totally different groups of people. You can't fucking do it. Mm -hmm. I hate to put my social uh, sociopath uh, hat on here, but you don't talk to your parents the same way you talk to your friends. And, Hopefully not. Well, that's that's exactly it. You can't talk about campaign issues with your base the same way you talk about campaign issues with the other side. And so we're talking about two different things. You're talking about talking to the base. I'm talking about a negotiation strategy where you ask for fucking everything and then start settling. You don't settle before you get to the negotiating table. I understand that, but but using that same argument, yeah, you don't talk to your friends the same way you talk to your parents, but you can get both your friends and your parents to agree to the same thing using different tact. Yeah, we just said. And I think yeah. that's what that's what something that. Joe Biden can bring to the table, being able to talk with everybody, and no, nobody hating Joe Biden. <laughs> That's kind of what he ran on. Hey, I might not be your favorite, but nobody hates me. For now. Just open your mouth. Just open your mouth, Joe, and have an opinion. There you go. 
again, he he's done things with these Republican senators, you know, the higher ups, he, you know, on, on his way out, Mitch McConnell's like, oh, you know, Joe Biden's a good guy, whatever. If I get if he can bring you know at least a few of these Republicans to the table, he can get a lot of things done and they can stay done because it'll be a victory for everyone. There's not some big push that, okay, let's not get rid of this because we weren't part of it. And then we'll try to rebuild it in our image. And then the other side will destroy that and then rebuild in their image. You know, the, like, like the big things like climate change, you, you have to just, you can't just do it in starts, it's like go forwards and then go backwards, go forwards, go backwards. Then everyone's gonna fucking die that way. <laughs> Yeah. The, the earth right. is going to burn up yes. if, you, if you go forward and back. Like, it has to just keep going forward and stay there. It's like, okay, let's get to, you know, carbon neutral and stay there. You're not going to do that unless you pull the Republicans in. It just can't happen because they're going to take control four years, eight years, 16 years in the future. You know, uh, you know the president. Right. It's going to happen. Right. You can't stop it. You have to, have to bring them in, into, non-insanity, as far as the climate change goes. Well, and, it's going to be a I, lot I think, harder to do if we don't have any kind of mitigation strategy that makes any kind of fucking sense. We're dribbling, we're huh. dribbling along, and it's got to be, it's got to be bold. It's got to make sense. I'd, lo- yeah. I'd love to know how the hell we're going to do that because they just don't see it. We'll see. How the hell do you change? Right. How, do you, how the hell do you change how food is fucking grown? Good luck. Agriculture's a huge mm-hmm. fucking part mm-hmm. of it. It can be done. I want to see Joe Biden up to his knees in grade two corn, saying, "This is killing me." Be- we right here, right now, we are being eaten alive by our own corn. I'm saying it's not going to be difficult, but I think Joe Biden is in a better position than pretty much all of his Democratic competitors to actually, you know, making that crack inside the Republican Party to say, hey, this is, you know, this shouldn't be a partisan thing. This should be an everybody thing. Because you have Bernie Sanders. He's just gonna scream about whatever he's gonna scream about, and people are gonna say, "Hey, go fuck yourself." I don't care if you're right. Go fuck yourself. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. but that's you're talking to a rational human being. If you look at it superficially, like how everyone is going to look at it, what's your fucking? What are you gonna do about taxes? Oh, I'm gonna raise corporate taxes, not to where they were pre TCGA. Yeah, but I'm still gonna raise them. And then what are the then what are the corporations gonna do? They got a buck, and say, oh well, now we have to raise the cost of living. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, well, you have to be delicate with it. I mean, I, I think there's a way out. You know, there's a way where we can all just move forward. You know, together. Still have faith in uh, humanity, and uh, but we'll see. But um, I think this is a good first step. And uh, yeah. also, who do you think would have 
like in the Democratic Party plus Bernie Sanders, who, when, when you look at everything that happened, who would have beaten Donald Trump? Because, honestly, the only person I can really think of is maybe Cory Booker, maybe. He I don't know. doesn't if, have enough star power. Most of yeah, nobody but, nobody had the name recognition like Biden did. It was yeah. it was either him or ex, 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 go on. It was either him or Sanders. I voted. I wanted Warren, but she dropped out before I had a chance to vote for her. Hmm. But the, it didn't really matter. When the second Clyburn in South Carolina threw his weight behind Biden, and in South Carolina went Biden, everyone fell in line. Yep. So who could have beaten him? I don't fucking know. Uh, someone half his age, maybe. Who was the youngest person out there? Wang. Yeah, he was pretty young. He must have been. Uh, but... He must have been pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess he was happy. Is his one? I mean, his major campaign thing. I literally want to give people free money, and I'm sixth in the polls. <laughs> <laughs> and then coronavirus happens, and then everybody gets free money. <laughs> a one-time payment, but still free money. You know, your own free money. Oh, God. I can't remember whose quote that was. It was uh, something to do with, uh, God help us if the people ever realize that we're bribing them with their own money. <laughs> it was some French cat. Because that's, I mean, that's what they're doing. They're just giving us back our own shit. And a, a, a pittance of it at that. It's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be dangerous. It's gonna be dangerous going forward, because this next generation coming up behind us is not is pretty pissed off. Is much more pissed off, and much more active. They're gonna remember this year. It's burned into their brains and psyches. Yeah. Much more, well, much more so than the first session was for me. And I want I I want I I honestly I wanted Elizabeth Warren to give the death penalty to Jamie Dimon. That's that's what I want. To who? CEO of Chase Manhattan Bank. Mm. I really, really hope we can suspend the Eighth Amendment to the Constitution. That's cruel and unusual punishment for all you scholars out there. And how you're not allowed to do it. I'm talking like Hannibal Lecter type shit. Hey, man, if you steal... A guy in Louisiana was in prison for decades over stealing a pair of lawn shears. Jamie Dimon will never see the inside of a prison cell. And how many billions of dollars did he orchestrate the theft of? How come when I, how come when I do it, it's called degenerate gambling, and when they do it, it's called investing. Aggressively. Uh, because they are richer than you. <laughs> Garote the lot of them. That's what I say. How's that for how's that for bridging the divide? Because because <laughs> you only have your money, they have everyone's money. Oh, okay, that makes it okay. Got it. And their houses, and their futures. Yeah, and their well, then there you go. Okay. It's like, well, what are you gonna do? Well, uh, I am the. We own everything. And Matt Janicki, what uh, is the name of your party again? The Garote, the lot of them party. <laughs> and what is a garrote? Sort of like a Colombian necktie, except it hurts more. Okay, then. 
That's a pretty good place to stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're good. Yeah, that's uh... And now Harry Carey, everybody. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Special guest Harry Carey, uh, after this episode. So keep listening in after we finish up here. Uh, so yeah. So this will conclude, at least for now, our uh, you know political segments we've been doing for the past few weeks. Um, because honestly, uh, I think Joe Biden is president. There will be just less to talk about in general, at least as far as like the sensational shit that's going on. Yeah, we'll see. I'm, mm-hmm. I can't guarantee that I'm not going to bitch about something. <laughs> I reserve... I don't know what you're going to bitch about yet. Oh, net neutrality, fracking, how he's not doing anything for the environment, how he's a big weakling on foreign policy, you know, the usual shit. Mm-hmm. Wildfires, uh-huh. space junk, Elon Musk, you know, how we're going to stop him. <laughs> Man must be, the man must be stopped. There is no stopping. He him. named his kid a bunch of Please. letters. Come on, man. A bunch of letters and numbers. Just a bunch of gibberish. Who does that to a kid? Yeah, I know. It's child abuse. An asshole. That's who does it. Yeah. But he, uh, his company makes rockets that can land on boats. Like, really cool. It's really cool when you see it. Yeah, it is, they, it like, is tight. They, they detach off the spaceship, and then they land on these barges. It's, it's my... Super fun. It, it is pretty amazing. Reuse the rockets. Who the fuck would have thought that? Yeah. So. Till next time, sports fans. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, that will do it for us. Remember, you can... For uh, all you Russians out there, you can write in at something 6 at gmail.com uh, for those of you that aren't Russian intelligence agents you can also write in at something 6 at gmail.com just write in and we'll read out your email and answer it to the best of our abilities you know um, in English yeah. in English in sen- full sentences please I mean, we could use Google Translate, but... Oh, that'd be even better. Come out a little wonky. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that'd be awesome. All right. Well, we'll talk to you all later um, with a different segment outside of politics, probably. Spasiba. Das Vidanya. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi, Carrie here. <laughs> Welcome to Hope Something Sticks. I'm here with Matthew Janicki. He's a good kid. Matthew, Joe Biden's just won the presidency. You gotta be excited about that. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess, I guess, I guess, Mr. Carey, I'm all a little bit in shock right now. Aren't you dead? <laughs> I sure am. But they woke me up after the Cubs won the World Series. I had to see. Ah, uh, naturally. And I just <laughs> haven't gone back to the great beyond after that. That makes sense. So after seeing, uh, how'd you feel after uh, the ninth inning there? That was a pretty exciting ninth inning. Oh, <laughs> you tell me. My life was finally complete after seeing that last game, uh, which is weird because now I can't die. <laughs> so it gave you everlasting life. Are you some sort of a zombie? Are you are you are you decomposing right now? 
No, uh, I have not yet had the hunger for man flesh or brains. Uh, <laughs> Yikes. They call that sweet bread. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, not had any of that. Uh, mostly just ballpark Franks and washing it down with a nice, cool Budweiser. There you go, yeah. The mustard and relish. I always have to have it with the mustard and relish. You taught me that. You taught me that, Mr. Carey. Good. I'm glad my words of wisdom have gone down to the new generation. Nah, it's just me. I, only I saw that. And took it to heart. Well, I'm trying to preach the word of Carey, but nobody's listening. How do I How do I spread your word? Well, I guess you could get more than five Russian viewers on your show. Oh, 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 Mr. Carey, that hurts. We're trying. We're trying really hard. Not really. All right. I need to take a nap. <laughs> Good night, y'all. Harry Carey, everybody.